0: Welcome to Out of the Box with Christine, the podcast for conscious
1: entrepreneurs. Are you willing to step into your greatness? Are you ready to shine? Well, get ready, truth seeker. You're in for an amazing ride.
0: And now, here's the host of the show, Christine Blasdale. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Out of the Box with Christine. I'm your host, Christine Blasdale, and I am excited about today's show because we are going to be talking about a subject that is near and dear to my heart, and that is really how to repurpose content. You put something out in the world, and it's amazing and wonderful, and so many of us, we put it out, and there's no echo chamber coming back. We don't know if it was good. We don't know what happened with it, and we just leave it out into the universe and then we go on and we try and create something else. And we're going to be talking with my guest today on this subject. And I'm super excited. Uh, my guest is Holly Wharton. And she is an author, podcaster herself, and speaker and a genius when it comes to repurposing content, and especially to take your content and to create a best selling book. So, welcome to Out of the Box, Holly. Thank you for having me. Yes. Yes. Well, I, I do love this because I also wrote a book. <laughs> I, I wrote my yes. own little book. Uh, I wrote this book, your amazing itty bitty podcast yeah. book. And it is an itty bitty book. It is like 35 pages. So it is small, but it's still a book. Yeah. And, and it, and it became a bestseller and well done. And really so many of us actually have within us yeah. a best selling book. Right
1: yeah and you know you talked about size but like short books are really popular now because it's people true. don't want like 300 pages like everything you need to know about podcasting. like how do I get started they want targeted focused information on how to do the one thing that the book is about so well done for getting a short book out there because I think a lot of people are put off by that and they think oh it's not long enough I need to pad it out but no well what I've what I've
0: learned and and I've learned this from a uh, the, one of the publishing goddesses in the industry, Susie Pruden, is that we, we have this block around writing a book. I used to think that you had to have a smoking jacket on and a typewriter or a plume, you know, and you had to do a Tom Clancy kind of, you know, 5,000 pages, but, but you don't. And just exactly what you're saying. A lot of times those small books um, are perfect because we don't have time in our lives to read a big massive thing and if you're an expert in your field you can help people out with those small books talk talk about some of the books that you've um that you've created that you've uh produced as well
1: so i have two kind of very different types of books. So I've got a series of business mindset books because I used to be a business mindset coach. And so I've got books on business blocks and business beliefs and business visibility and business intuition. And then I wrote a book this year on business books because I have so many friends who want to write a book, who've been writing a book, writing a book, they're like- Yeah, a I've been writing for a years. Book for 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're stuck, it's just not happening. They're not motivated. And, and I think it's because they built the book up in their heads to be this huge thing. Like I've written 28 books. I get shit done and I get them out there. And then if I want to update them later, I update them later. But like, I don't treat it as this perfect, precious diamond thing. Like I do the best job I can. I always make it professional and polished and good, but I get it out there. And I feel like so many people are stuck because it has to, it's like they have the one book they're going to release. And it has to be like the perfect everything. So that's why I got the idea of writing this book about business books, taking existing content you've already got, whether that's podcast transcripts, video transcripts, blog post series, and turning that into your book and then launching it to the bestseller list. Um, Because I think that's a really good way to create your first book and to kind of get over yourself and get over that perfection because it's stuff you've already created. You're just repurposing it into a different format.
0: Exactly, and and in addition, I mean, when I'm when I'm telling people why they need to create a podcast, it's not just because you know you you want people to listen to you and you want to have a podcast. I have a podcast. It's like you know, it's like the latest thing. I it's like I've got a, a a rare poodle, and you know, I've got a podcast. No, the the reason why is because you can use that podcast as a business builder, and You can take your episode transcripts and create a book out of it, but you can also create a course and have those episodes be modules in your course. We create so much that can be repurposed. And one of the best, I mean, I think one of the best things um, is to create it into the book because then also you have something tangible. And if, if it does make it to a bestseller list, then you also have that as your expertise, you can put that on your website too. Best-selling offer. Yeah, Trust me, absolutely. I open with that all the time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a good thing. And it's, it's easier than I think people think. And I think another thing that's really important is that everyone has the preferred method of learning. So I've been podcasting for eight years. I love podcasting. I listen to podcasts. I listen to your podcasts. <laughs> you, <laughs> you went you. out my run this morning. I listened to like two episodes, <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but I don't, retain any of the information. Like I'm not an auditory learner. So it would really help me for a lot of podcasts to either have a transcript or have a book about a similar topic because I learn through reading. Like I get entertained through podcasts, but the information it like goes in one ear and goes out the other. So, so that serves to help other people who may be listening to your podcast who, you know, don't retain the information. And it's, and it is also
0: uh, you have the ability then too as well to make a little bit of extra money. Now yes. I'm going to say right off from this get-go, this is not about making a lot of money on sales. This is about being that way into the the door, right? So with a best-selling book, then you have the ability to get on more shows. People are gonna be talking to you more. If you're a coach or a consultant, you have a little bit, your credibility is a little bit better, right? Yeah, Uh, Yeah, because you know how
1: to formulate your ideas.
0: And and you know how to take action, because you did it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So so talk to our, our listeners and our viewers that are on YouTube about the process of repurposing your content into a book. Do you, because a lot of people say, well, how do I get this? to
1: become a book. Yeah. So if it's a podcast transcript or a video transcript, the language is very different because you're speaking. So you're going to need to do a fair amount of editing so that it reads like a book rather than a transcript. Thank you for um, saying that, Holly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, no, because I've got but, clients that say, well, I'll just take the show, the transcript, and then just, just make it into a book. And I'm like, no,
1: no you no, talk no.
0: differently than you read.
1: Yeah. And you talk differently than you write, but, but it's still your voice. So it's not that hard to edit. Yeah. Um, and it's something that you could do yourself. You could hire someone to do it for you, but it's really easy editing because you're using your voice. And I, I write much like I speak, but not exactly how I speak, but, but I write in a very informal style. Like I'm speaking to the reader. Um, so it doesn't have to be this great literary <laughs> voice. Not Shakespeare. It's no, just- no, no. And people don't want that from a business book. So, you know, just chill, like take it easy, but you do need to edit it. Otherwise, it's going to be really uncomfortable to read. I mean, we've all read podcast transcripts. They're great, they're really useful, but they read like a transcript.
0: Right, right. Oh, that's so true. That's so true. What I do, uh what I what I did with in particular with the podcast with the podcast book that I have is that as I'm writing to, First of all, I just, I just, I just actually just let it all out and then come (laughs) back and sweeten it, come back and sweeten it, come back and sweeten it. But I also read it out loud. Hmm. Um, I read it out loud as I'm writing it and then coming Hmm. back to it because I want to know, I want to make sure too that it is in my character and my voice as well. And I've had the best compliment. Don't you think this is the best compliment from anybody is that when they read your book, they go, I totally got you. I totally, I can, I like your sense of humor, you know, whatever the the genre that you're writing, but when they give you that feedback that they actually heard you. Yeah, they read you, but they felt you and they heard you. Yeah, that's such a great and, feeling.
1: And that's the great thing about a book, even a short book, is that you know we all talk about how in order for someone to be a client, they have to know you and like you and trust you. But after reading your book, they're going to get to know you. Yeah. If they've got to the end of the book, they probably like you, and they trust you because you've been talking about your expertise in this book. So it's it's such an easy way to get that know like trust that all you know we've been hearing about in marketing for decades. <laughs>
0: Do you, um, with potential clients, do you give, do you ever offer them your book or uh, yeah. offer them a, f- a free copy of your book?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Certainly an ebook copy, cause that's easy to just get out there. Whereas, yeah. you know, I'm based in England and not all of my clients are here. So it's a bit trickier to send out uh, a paperback, but yeah, absolutely.
0: So what So what else do people need to keep in mind when it comes to repurposing their content, especially um, f- especially focused on the booking, let's say. Mm. Um, a lot of people I'm, I'm getting from the general zeitgeist to saying, well, great. How does it become an actual book? Do Mm -hmm. I go to a publisher? Uh, Do I self-publish if I self-publish? How do I do that?
1: Yeah. So I, in my book, business beliefs, I talk or business books. I talk all about like all the little steps on how to self-publish. I'm a massive fan of independent publishing because I I'm a fast mover, like I get stuff done. I don't want to sit around for two years and wait for a book to come out. And I want to keep producing and I want to keep helping people with my writing. So I go with independent publishing and that's what I recommend for most people. If someone really wants to traditionally publish, great, go for it. But that's know that that's a much longer process. Um, so you need to edit the book, you need to proofread it. It needs to be a professional project and And I think the important thing is it needs to help, like it needs to have have like meat, it needs to help people. Like it shouldn't just be a sales pitch. Um, Absolutely seed your offerings, mention the kind of client work you do throughout the book so that people know what you do, Um, but it should have really solid content in it, even if it's a short book. Um, because that's what's gonna make people trust you and want to move on to work with you. Um, And then from there, as you said, there's a whole bunch of technical things in terms of getting the cover designer and getting it typeset and getting the ebook formatted. But that stuff is really, really easy to learn or you can hire someone to do that for you. Um, One of the things that I do is I manage the project for potential authors. But like I said, in the book, I lay it all out. So So you do do
0: that, you do that for clients. Like if somebody wanted to
1: come to you and say,
0: Here's my idea for here's my idea for a book. You would take yep. them through that process. That's a great yep. service. There it you is. go. Oh,
1: Done I like for that. you, book. Take your content. Okay, I might t-
0: I might take you up on that because yeah, because I got a lot of books in me. You know, I got. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, no, and it does. It really it 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 also it just helps make you look a little bit more professional.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: when you're able, and it doesn't matter what field. What I mean there's a book in everybody, really, as long as there's something that you're really passionate about, and you're an expert in some way. um, I like to, to, to to say that too, is having something that is, you know, steps, you know, the top 10 steps, the top 10 tips, the top, you know, things that people can actually do in a relatively short time by going through your short book, um, you're teaching them something. And mm. I really liked what you said about, don't make it all about you and your business. Yeah. And it's the same thing with a the podcast. They will yeah. smell that a mile away yeah. and run.
1: Yeah. Like you can absolutely use your book as a lead magnet into your marketing funnel, but it shouldn't be a salesy book. Like it should be, you know, solid helping information.
0: I agree. I, yeah. Cause I, I, when I see those, when I see those books, cause I can see them, yeah. I can see them a mile yeah. away.
1: I open yeah. up the first couple of pages and I'm
0: like, nope, like, oh. you're going to sell <laughs> me the whole time. So, yeah, um, <laughs> so you, so you've got several books out and, and you provide that service for people, which yeah. is brilliant. Um, how do people get in touch with you? Uh,
1: my website is hollywharton.com and my website is kind of a mishmash because the other thing that I write about is personal growth through outdoor adventures. So my podcast is about that. My a lot of my books are about that, but I also have a work with me section, which explains the work that I do in terms of helping people get their book out.
0: Fantastic. You're much like me. You're like a Renaissance woman. <laughs> yeah, Cause people go to my website and they're like, what is it that you do? I go, I, go, do, I do everything. I do yes. everything. What is it that you need? I do everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, that's so that's fabulous. And what are there any projects that you're working on yourself
1: that you're 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 going to be releasing soon? Any other new, new books? Oh, well, I just released a bunch of books. Um, so I just released my business books book. I just released a book called workations for writers um, because one of the ways that I get all this work done is that I do what I call workations um, where once a month I book a hotel for a couple of nights and I just go there and just hyper-focus on a book project. Um, so I wrote that into a book because I think that's, it's a that's really a, great way of getting stuff done. It's really juicy.
0: Very. The work I love that.
1: Yeah. I really do. Good. Instead of
0: just sitting in your same office or your same no. desk area, yeah, taking yourself outside. That's a great tip for people.
1: Yeah, it's great. It works really, really well. I can't get writing done in my normal office. I have to go somewhere else.
0: Yeah, I did. I had to go to, you know what? I went, I went to write this. I went to a noisy cafe. Wow. And I don't know how I did it. I don't know with all the chaos chaos yeah. and stuff going on behind me. Um, I was able to, to hyper-focus, but it's like I needed to have some people around me yeah. so that I wasn't feeling completely alone. Cause it can be an isolating, it can be a, an alone feeling. Right. Writing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It can. Yeah. That's why, that's why I had had to have a bunch of people around me. I don't know how I got it done, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I did.
1: Well, that's the um, thing that you've got to find what works for you. I mean, for you, noise in the background was really useful for me. I, I, I don't think that would work. So you've got to give it a try and see what, what's your thing. And then what are, what
0: are some workations work some examples of workations that you've gone to?
1: Um, so this is something I've been doing every month since like 2015. Um, wow. So I've had, yeah, <laughs> um, obviously during lockdown couldn't do that, but um, yeah, so I've, I've got a couple of different places that I go. So one of them is this hotel that's like, 25 minutes from my house Um, it's an airport hotel it's like one of those big high-rise things I just lock myself up in there order room service for dinner but I just work the whole time Um, and another place is this lovely little like cottage on this farm and it's got beautiful view with like green garden and flowers and plants and trees and it's really lovely so that's always my first choice but if I can't get in there I've got the high-rise hotel as a backup
0: i love that and you just kind of sequester yourself you just just say okay i'm here and i'm going to create now do you go do you go there with your idea in mind yes. and your project yes. in mind okay absolutely you don't just go yes. there and say well i'm gonna figure it out on the-
1: well i i usually have a list of projects so sometimes i'll go there with my list of ideas and i'll be like what do i feel like working on um but and then i'll pick one and i will just do that however I usually go into the workation knowing exactly what I'm going to write.
0: That's clever. Yeah. Because if not, you'd get there and you just stare at the wall going. "Ah." My problem, my problem. And I think this is a problem of a lot of um, entrepreneurs, conscious entrepreneurs as well. Yes. Is um, is that we have too many things going on in our heads. Yeah, There's too many things. We're spinning too many plates. And what happens either we drop those plates or we become so overwhelmed with the stuff that we want to do that we don't do yeah. anything
1: yeah can you
0: address that do you have you have <laughs> can you relate
1: <laughs> yeah I absolutely can relate because i've got so many ideas and like keep getting more ideas and so i've got like evernote files for all my different like types like book ideas and course ideas and this idea like blog post ideas and oh um so my tip is to get your ideas organized somewhere whether it's in a notebook or an evernote page or, or whatever get them out of your head get them in a place where you know they'll be safe and where you don't feel like you have to like jump on them because I think one of the things as you said we're spinning a lot of plates and then we get all the uh, these ideas and then we try to spin more plates and then it just turns into chaos so get them somewhere safe so you know they're there and then you can pick one and work on it when you've got the time to work on it um, but don't try to do all your ideas at once because that's chaos. Yes. <laughs> don't do it yeah because you Don't will be, be frozen in fear
0: as well <laughs> and your office will look like mine see nobody can tell everybody sees from the camera it looks like oh yeah. it's just playing no it's cra- it, I got chaos going here because I'm yeah. teaching group <laughs> classes for I'm <laughs> I'm teaching group introduction to podcasting classes one-on-one clients um Whoa. an entrepreneurial uh group class as well and so it's also keep it, it is it really is it's also about keeping organized and i need yes. to do that today because i am not as organized as i like to yeah be.
1: i know i'm a very organized person like with information and i used to be really organized with stuff but somehow this year like i'm looking around at my office as i say this it's got i've got a lot of stuff that's like needs to be organized <laughs> okay we'll do it together you do it, yeah, you do yeah. it there and i'll do it
0: here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, thank you so very much for being on, on out of the box with Christine, any last parting words that you want to give our, our listeners and our viewers, I'll make sure that I put the your your website link, because I'm I'm going to talk to you about possibly you yeah, uh, sure. c- working on my book creating my book, but um, any last words you want to give our, our listeners.
1: Just do it like if you feel like you're being a perfectionist about it, or if you're scared of it, like just do take the next step on your book. And, and if you are, if you are scared of it, like work on your mindset. Work on your business mindset, work on your author mindset, identify your fears, your blocks, your limiting beliefs around becoming an author, and then change those beliefs using a technique like NLP or psych K or something like that, that works to actually reprogram beliefs so that you can get over yourself and do the stuff you need to do to get your book out there. Um, because I think a lot of authors have a lot of fears and that's fine. That's normal. And you can do something about that.
0: And you can do something about it. You can contact Holly Wharton. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. There we go. Or that I was help. a good plug. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thank you again so much. And folks, if you want to, you definitely need to go to her website. It's hollyworton.com I'll spell that for you. H-O-L-L-Y-W-O-R-T-O-N.com, Wharton.com. The link to that website will be in the show notes so that you can just click on it and you can get there and you can check out her, uh, her books that she's created as well. So thank you again so much, Holly. I thank so you. appreciate it. You're welcome back anytime on Out of the Box. Thank you. And I want to thank you wonderful listeners and viewers on YouTube. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Remember, if you want more information about this podcast, you can go to out of the box with Christine.com. And if you want more information about me and my coaching, you can go to christineblasdale.com. Until next time, as I always say, remember to think outside that damn box. Bye for now.